Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. Time to get it started with First and Ten with Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. All I can say is I'm not a racist. I don't, uh, I can't uh, tell you how sick I am. I apologize again to to D. Smith, Um, but I feel good about who I am and what I've done my entire life. And um, I apologize for the insensitive remarks. I had uh, no... uh, you know, I, I, I had no racial uh, intentions with those remarks at all. But um, yes, they can. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not like that at all. But I apologize. I don't want to keep addressing it. Uh, I can't remember a lot of the things that transpired 10 or 12 years ago. But um, I stand here uh, in front of everybody apologizing. I know I'm not. Uh, I don't have an ounce of, of racism in me. I'm a, a guy that takes pride in leading people together. And I'll continue to do that for the rest of my life. And again, I apologize to D. Smith and anybody out there that, that I have offended. Well, that was John Gruden, uh, the now former uh, Raiders coach, uh, talking to us on Monday, I believe, um, yeah, before, obviously, uh, the uh, his world caved in on him. And, and I have to say, rightfully so, uh, there's no place uh, in the NFL, there's no place in society for the kind of nonsense that we saw uh, in the emails that he wrote over a long period of time, um, which, you know, obviously ended up on everybody's lap. Um, and we saw, you know, uh, got a glimpse into, uh, into, into where John Gruden stands on certain things. And it's not a good place. Uh, he absolutely needed to go flat out, whether the Raiders decided to fire him, uh, or whether he, um, opted to resign. Um, he needed to be yesterday's news in a hurry. And that's, you know, it's, 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 it's tough to say that because, you know, I genuinely like the guy, you know, um, had a great relationship with him, um, on a lot of different levels. Um, you know, but that's not going to change the fact that, um, that's not something that I want to be associated with. I'm just going to say that right, right off the bat. Welcome uh, to Vegas station first and 10, uh, your Monday go-to for Raider news and analysis off the top. Just want to uh, let you know that, uh, first and 10 is brought to you by, uh, Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by Blue Wire and Tick Pick. Uh, before, with, without without further ado, I just want to bring in my great co-host, Sam Gordon, who works with me here uh, at the Las Vegas Review-Journal. You can read all of our stuff, get all of our podcasts, uh, photo essays, stories, uh, videos, the whole nine yards. Uh, just download our app, Vegas Nation, uh, or go to VegasNation.com. Um, on the computer. Sam, how are you doing? I know it's been a uh, an eventful last 72 hours, really, uh, as we start looking back over the, the course of this uh, timeline. Uh, Friday, everything kind of hit, and then yesterday, it really just exploded uh, into a million different pieces. Uh, how are you doing? Man, Vinny, what a, what a whirlwind, huh? I mean, it's hard to believe where we're sitting at this point now, you know, recording this on Tuesday morning, where just nine days ago, the Raiders were undefeated, the talk of the NFL as one of the top teams uh, with all this momentum uh, building towards what was it, you know, the best start that the franchise has had since 2002. And here we are now where, where they are on the, the polar opposite end of that spectrum of uh, a franchise right now with disarray uh, after everything that happened with John Gruden, where they're at now, um, 
So yeah, it's it's been a lot to digest, uh, a lot to uh, a lot to wrap my head around. But I'm I'm happy to be here with you breaking it all down for for Vegas Nation. Yep, absolutely. And um, you know, uh, I've been talking to a lot of people uh, in and out of the NFL, and um, you know, my personal feeling, and I think that um, at least based on what I'm what what I'm hearing as well um from all all points of the nfl this is just unacceptable i mean there's you know people can twist themselves into a pit pretzel trying to rationalize uh some of the stuff oh it was 11 years ago no not really it was stuff that happened over a long period of time and would be naive sam naive with a capital n to think this isn't something that was being expressed prior to that and probably after that uh, as well, uh, after those uh, you know emails uh, ended, uh, at least as part of the investigation uh, that, that these emails were uncovered. We'd be naive to think that that's just not a constant um, you know, uh, uh, course of behavior uh, for, 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 for John Gruden. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm just going to do a little bit of guesswork. And the fact of the matter is uh, you can't rationalize this, um, you know, and there's no place for it. And, uh, the, the Raiders, the NFL, nobody's going to stand for that. You can't say those type of things and expect to just be able to keep your, your job. It's just not how it works. And I'll say this, Sam, there's 32 NFL head coaching jobs in this world on the face of this planet. All right. At some point on some level, there's a level of um, it's a privilege to hold that job. And there's a lot of responsibility that comes with it. In a lot of ways, you're the face of the franchise and part of the face of the NFL, you're a leader. Um, you know, you're you're teaching and coaching in a lot of cases, young men. Um, you know, and it goes beyond just football. Uh, and and if that's what you hold in your heart, and it comes out, you got to go. No question, Benny. No question. This is there's only one way um, this was going to end, right? And, and you're going back to kind of before you know before everything emerged. The New York Times report emerged Monday. Um, I, before the Raiders game Sunday against the Chicago Bears, right? We had already known about the, the first email um, and the comments about DeMora Smith, uh, executive director of the NFL Players Association. And I was kind of canvassing Allegiant Stadium before the game, Vinny, and uh, just trying to gauge fan, fan reaction. And I spoke to a man named Daryl Carter, uh, a Raiders fan who said he's here for the Raiders more than 30 years. I thought he had something really, really precise to say uh, about that, about the situation. He said, you know, integrity and I'm quoting here from my story, your integrity is based on who you are when nobody is looking, right? And obviously there's a public component to John Gruden's job, and we all know that he represented himself publicly one way, but behind closed doors, as we've come to learn, there were, you know, there were, he was a completely different person just in the way that he spoke, the way he communicated. And um, and quite frankly, you know, like you said, it's, I mean, <laughs> there's it's no there's no place for that. It's unacceptable. Like you said, he is the, the face um, he's representing the NFL. He's representing the Raiders, and you know he's representing a multi-billion-dollar uh, business enterprise. And even if he wasn't, right? There's no. I want to be very, very clear. Even if he wasn't doing any of those things, no place for this language. You can't talk like that. No place for that kind of character at all. Uh, but it's compounded by the fact that he is a representative and ambassador for a you know multi-billion-dollar enterprise. Um, and and you can't, like you said, you can't have somebody representing um, the franchise who, who who feels this way. You just can't. There's no. There's no way. There's no way to justify it. And this was the only uh, logical ending for this situation. It had to end this way and uh, things are what they are. And now it's that time of the week where we are joined by Chuck Esposito, director of race and sports for station casinos. Chuck joins us every week to talk about the Raiders, the Vegas betting landscape and all things sports. And Chuck, what an eventful weekend, um, obviously with Las Vegas and John Gruden at the epicenter of it. Um, can you break this all down for me? How is John Gruden's resignation, the emails, 
the situation, the comments, all those things. How has that affected the Raiders from a betting standpoint, um, not only this week, but for the rest of the season? I've seen some, I've seen some crazy things so far. What can you tell us uh, about, about how things are changing from your perspective? Yeah, I, I think it's too early to tell how, what the impact will be um, from the gambling side of it. Sam, you know, we did take the game down initially when that occurred. Uh, we put it back up a short time later. Just wanted to kind of get a grasp on ourselves a little bit. Um, you know, I, I think when you looked at Gruden, he was one of the, the coaches that was kind of bigger than the team. That it was when you thought of the Raiders, you thought about Gruden. You know, we used to think about a Bill Parcells, a, a Mike Ditka that way, a, a Joe Gibbs, a John Madden, a Tom Landry, a Don Shula. I think you could make a case that, that Gruden was kind of in that mold that you thought of about him first. So I think the, the impact both on the field and off the field will be dramatic. And, you know, no question it was a distraction this past weekend. Um, the, the team definitely looked flat. Um, so I think only time will tell. I mean, they're still in a decent spot in the division. They're three and two, um, you know, the same record as, uh, as the Broncos and, and right behind the Chargers. But, hey, the Chiefs are in last place in the AFC West right now. So they're a team that is at the bottom, not the Raiders. Do you have any kind of expectations? I mean, I, like you said, it's, it's so early. This is also fresh. But for, for how the Raiders, how this is going to affect the Raiders going into Denver, I mean, it's a tough place to play. This is a division rivalry game. We know what this always means. Like, what do you, what do you see happening in that particular game? It's, it's something that we discussed internally, Sam. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, trying to see what the ticket counts will be. I mean, they've been dramatic in favor of the Raiders in every game this year to see if that changes at all. Um, you know, Gruden, again, was, was that guy, was so polarizing that, um, you know, you, you saw the public back the Raiders. And they're still a talented bunch, no question at all. But now they've had back-to-back -back weeks where the offense has, you know, scored two touchdowns or less. Um, so there definitely has been some struggles there. But at three and two – it's not, you know, you don't from the football side of it, you're not hitting the panic button yet, but I think only time will tell. I mean, we've always, you know, had some adjustments where maybe you saw the spread, uh, you know, in, a little bit more in favor of the Raiders or the money line adjusted accordingly. We're kind of just right at market right now. And let, let's see what the public does if they push us one way or another. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unprecedented situation here in Las Vegas that we will continue to monitor. Want to tap it around the NFL, Chuck, a bunch of crazy finishes in the NFL this past week. What's new right was there any particular game any particular ending there were, was there a big swing a couple big swings for you guys um this past week with, with games with with some of these dramatic endings that we had there there was sam and i'm, I'm not a big fan of a couple of field goal kickers today <laughs> um uh, you know the cincinnati uh, uh the missing the, the field goals there um last night's game blankenship missing the uh, the two field goals and an extra point um, you know, it's uh, th these are professional kickers and you would think that, you know, they're going to make these more times than not. And you, and you see about so many of these guys who have long streaks and streaks, you know, from under 40 or um, they've made, you know, 30 in a row. But um, from our side of it, it was uh, it, it really was or I should say from the guest side of it, uh, it was really beneficial for them. And they were hooting and hollering when uh, the Bengals and, and, and the Colts were missing field goals on Sunday and Monday. It was by far the, the best weekend for the betters. Um, with favorites covering more games than not for the first time uh, through five weeks. Yep. Um, but uh, and, and the Bills, Bills Chiefs game too. Um, clearly, you know, a, a big gap I think between the Bills and everybody else in the AFC. The yep. betters back the Bills over Bills point spread, Bills money line. Bills are the team that they're playing right now way more than the Chiefs. Absolutely, absolutely. Like you said, looking like the class of the AFC so far. I want to look ahead a little bit to Sunday's games, early marquee matchup. Uh, the Chargers, the four and one Chargers, Justin Herbert's Chargers at Lamar Jackson's Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore uh, as a three point favorite right now. 
How do you like that matchup? These are two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL going at it. Um, what do you make of the Chargers so far? And how about the, Ra- the Ravens with their Monday night miracle behind Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson played phenomenal. I mean, he did it with his arm. And that's the most impressive thing. I think everybody's been waiting for that, for him to be the guy that's just not going to beat you with, the le- with his legs. And in the postseason, could he do it if he had to drop back and throw? He did it last night. I think that spells trouble for the rest of the league. Uh, they're going to get Rashad Bateman back soon. A little concerned with their with their defense as a whole. Didn't play great last night. Let Jonathan Taylor and and, and Hines and Mac kind of have have their way with them. Chargers are one of the biggest surprises in the league right now. I mean, Justin Herbert is a phenomenal young quarterback. It's going to be fun to watch this game with two young quarterbacks. Ravens are kind of you know a solid a field goal favorite right now. Um, I don't think it's really going to get pushed off that. I think we'll get good good two way business. I don't think we want to come off the three because it is such a good game between these two teams that pretty much can score from anywhere on the field. Another big matchup, uh, Chuck, uh, inter-conference matchup, the unbeaten Arizona Cardinals going into Cleveland, into the dog pile, where Cleveland is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. What does that say about Arizona so far with the way that they started um, the course of the season? 5-0, and not a pretty win against the Niners, but a a win nonetheless. They're unbeaten. What have you made of their early season start? It's it's great, Sam. I mean, they're the only undefeated team. I I think for me though, it was impressive that they were able to win a game seventeen ten. That it's not a game that that uh, Murray had to throw for four hundred yards, and they had to win a shootout thirty eight thirty six. That they were able to win a tight, low scoring game. Although San Francisco was in their territory a number of times, just a young quarterback in Trey Lance. Maybe he's not quite ready yet. They probably should have lost to Minnesota. Um, Minnesota misses that that thirty eight yard field goal. Um, but hey, they're they're a good team. But for me, I still put maybe in no specific order the Bucks, the Rams, the Cowboys, and the Packers ahead of them in the NFC. So although they're undefeated, I still think they're right now they're the fifth best team in the NFC. Going to what last one I want to touch on, Chuck, Dallas Cowboys, like you mentioned, four and one, a tremendous start, four in a row after that opening night loss, Tampa Bay, four point road favorite at New England. I mean, geez, when's the last time we've we've seen something like that? How good is this Dallas Cowboys team? Well, well, we saw it a few weeks ago when Tampa was a road favorite at New England. Um, so it's not that uncommon this year. Um, you know, Dallas is 5-0, and oh, Sam, against the number. They're yep. America's team. The public's backing them. They're really good. I think you're going to need a Patriot defensive effort like they had against New England, that uh, against Tampa, excuse me, on that Sunday night. We are clearly going to be Patriot fans when that game kicks off Sunday afternoon. Appreciate the insight, Chuck. As always, again, crazy week um, in the NFL. We're, we're ob- obviously curious to see what the Raiders look like at Denver now that they're they're on to a new era. And, and of course, we're going to monitor all the games throughout the NFL. Chuck, we appreciate your breakdown. We appreciate your expertise every week. Thank you so much for joining us. All right. Thanks, Sam. Enjoy the games, and I'll chat with you next week. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Raiders football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 100 
110% of the difference in the purchase price. We know Raider Nation is psyched about the games taking place at Allegiant Stadium this year and on the road. Raider Nation is everywhere, so TickPick has you covered. Make sure to check it out. Visit TickPick.com slash VegasNation and use the promo code VegasNation to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. Uh, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just disappointing on so many levels. And, um, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, there's such a humanistic side to this that, you know, you, you almost feel bad about talking about actual football um, because it almost feels like it's too soon uh, after all this type of stuff came out. But the Raiders are a football team and their season goes on. And guess what? There's not going to be any postponed games so you can collect your thoughts uh, and get it all figured out before you take the field again. In fact, uh, the Raiders are back on the field on Wednesday to start practice in preparation for what it's a very big game in Denver against the Broncos. Uh, the NFL, um, as as mad as it, the, the, the league is over what happened, and John Gruden in, in, in particular, uh, they're not going to hold up the train uh, just so the Raiders players uh, can wrap their head around what just happened to their head coach and what it changes for them as they try to go about winning a bunch of football games, uh, that's not going to happen. So they got to get it together as quickly as possible. And uh, in in that regard, I kind of I kind of feel for for those guys a little bit. There must be a billion thoughts that are going through guys' heads right now uh, as they as they sit and dwell on this and think about getting back to work on Wednesday. Uh, and on top of that, they got to then set it all aside to go try to win a football game. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do. And I'm very curious to see. Um, how the Raiders react to it. I felt Sunday uh, in the loss of the Chicago Bears, I thought that there was something that was there, uh, that, that there was out there. I, I didn't, I've never seen guys drop balls like they dropped uh, against the uh, Chicago Bears on, 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 on Sunday. I've, obviously, the Raiders have been known to be a heavily penalized team, but it went way overboard uh, with the penalties with, you know, guys kind of running into each other at times. I felt like there was just, and, you know, Jerry West one time told me this, at this level, at the professional level, the highest level possible, whether you're talking about basketball or the NFL, even if, if you, you can be off a percentage point of a percentage point of a percentage point of a percentage point mentally uh, and focus wise at this level, and you will get your hats handed to you because those other guys are that good. And the Raiders, you know, they didn't get their hats handed to them, but it was obvious that there was something going on, at least in my from my perspective. I mean, it was the worst game they played all year. I mean, by a mile, by a country mile, uh, and it makes sense. I mean, it, like you know, when when there was that when that report, the, the initial report, right, the Wall Street Journal uh, broke the story about the initial the, the racist comments about Demora Smith. I mean, how could? I, yeah, I mean, right. That's it's jarring. It's jarring to learn about your head coach using this kind of language about your head coach, somebody the leader of your franchise in, in a lot of ways, you know, who tells these guys he loves them and, and is, is trying to rally him up. And then you, you find out that he actually talks a different way behind Chloe. Like it, yeah. How could it not be a distraction? Vinny? like, how could it not be? And like you said, now we're at this point where this is unprecedented. Like I cannot remember a story quite like this in the NFL. And during my, at least my time, you know, following the NFL, whether it be as a fan or as a journalist, this is an unprecedented situation that these players are now going to have to deal with and in a lot of ways um, answer for, right? And, and certainly this week, who knows what's going to happen moving forward and, and what kind of trajectory the, the season takes on. But it, yeah, it's a man, it's a, it's a huge distraction. It, it had to be going into the game. And now like, I can't, I can't imagine, I, I cannot imagine 
Um, just, you know, like, you know, 96 hours, this was a non-issue. And now um, these emails emerge, these reports emerge, and you have a totally different viewpoint. You know, a lot of these guys, I'm sure, on somebody that they trusted and really cared about. It's, it's, it's I mean, there's a, yeah, there's a professional component to this, but there's obviously a much stronger personal component uh, to this because clearly these were John Gruden's personal feelings in a lot of ways. So, uh, like you said, the season continues. And, and now um, th- th- this football team is going to have its character tested in ways that I can't remember have a team having its having its character tested, you know, in my time following. Yeah, and uh, I've been texting with a uh, with a Raiders player uh, t- today, and uh, honestly, you know, the the, the, the his reaction is because uh, you know trying to figure out okay, what's going on in the locker room? How is everyone feeling? Uh, what's the what's the tone? Um, and you know, it's 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 literally it's, it's too early to tell. I don't know. You know, uh, and that's really that that tells you where where this really is for for them. And now, granted. You know, um, uh, Mondays, guys, by the time this hit, um, you know, the Raiders had gone through their Monday, you know, uh, uh, you know, their usual Monday, the day after a game, you know, guys get in, they get lifted, they get treatment. Um, but then it's, hey, see you on Wednesday. So uh, about the only thing anyone's really been doing uh, since then is texting to each other. But it's not going to be really, honestly, I don't believe. Uh, until guys are able to look each other in the eye, truly um, uh, 53 men strong in that locker room to kind of get a good feel of where it is. And even at that point, you don't really know. Uh, but I, I can imagine, um, you know, uh, I, I would think if, if this was if I was on this team and I was part of the leadership council, you know, guys like, uh, you know, Derek Carr and, and you know, all the other the, the captains of this team and the leadership uh, uh, part of this team, Max Crosby, Alec Ingold, guys like that. Uh, I would probably it's probably worth a good hour or so um, at some point when they do get back to work to just sit down and talk things out and talk about things and let everyone be able to express themselves uh, and what they're thinking, what they're feeling, whether it's about John Gruden, whether it's about moving forward, Um, you know, because because in a way, um, Sam, uh, trust was betrayed. Yeah. You know, uh, John Gruden pretended to be portended, I should say, you know, one way when in reality, maybe it was a different way. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and when, when that kind of reality, you know, hits you in the face, when it, especially when it comes uh, to, to somebody that, that you know well and that you respect if you're a player, you know, that's your leader. Um, it's difficult sometimes to process. Hurtful on a, I mean, on a number of levels, right? Like betray trust at any point, you know, when you have, when you, when you really trust somebody and, and, count on somebody for leadership. I mean, there's a devastating component to that, regardless of what the circumstances are. But when you read the contents of, of what these emails are about, Vinny, and the kind of language you used and um, the comments that were made, yeah, I mean, I just, I, upside down, you know, your world as a player. I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine, right? I can't even, I cannot even imagine um, what, what these guys are feeling. And, and, you know, I hope we, we hear some, I mean, you know, we're going to hear from, from some players, of course, throughout the course of the week. And um, just like you said, really curious to, to see what the reactions are, what they what they tell us, you know, publicly. And, and of course, curious about how everything is, is going to be handled behind uh, closed doors. But, yeah, the, the trust component gone, completely fractured betrayal. I mean, there's a number of emotions. I imagine, you know, a lot of these players um, are feeling at this point in time and, and not like you said, not a lot of time to, to really deal with that because there, there still is a job to do. I mean, that's I mean, these guys are football players and. And the season continues. So, yeah, a lot to digest in a very, uh, very little amount of time. And, you know, just again, like don't want to, you know, don't want to beat this to death, but like a very surreal component to this, because, again, the Raiders were one of the main stories in the NFL 
um, in a really positive way, you know, nine days ago after the, after the three and zero start. And, um, you know, this is another disaster, uh, in a franchise that, you know, for the last 20 years has been plagued by, um, disasters. Finally, when you think it's, it's straightened itself out, the person that many thought were responsible for leading that wasn't who you thought he was, um, at all. So, uh, disappointment is, is an understatement, I'm sure for, for a lot of these players and, you know, we'll see how, how they deal with it, how they process it in real time. It's, it's a, it's, I mean, it's devastating. It's the number one story in the country right now. And it's, it's a devastating, there's a devastating component to this. And again, just nothing acceptable about it at any level, period. Just a personal recollection. Um, uh, back in the day I was covering, I was a columnist in the Los Angeles for the Los Angeles Daily News covering the Clippers uh, in the playoffs against the Golden State Warriors. And um I'll never forget this. Uh, the, the, the Clippers win game three uh, to go up 2-1 on the Golden State Warriors, all right? And um, so we're up in Oakland. Um, I'm, I'm at the Oakland Marriott, uh, you know, uh, ready to just go to sleep, basically, on Friday night. Um, they had a day off that night. They had a day off Saturday. The next game, game four, is going to be on Sunday. So I get a call from a, a friend of mine who, ironically enough, was running TMZ Sports, but I had covered him in basketball. In high school, at Calabasas High School. So, you know, he calls me and he's like, hey, Vinny, um, just want to like, give you a little heads up. I go, okay. Uh, are you sitting down? And I'm like, uh, why? Do I need to be sitting down? He's like, you probably need to be sitting down on this one. So he's like, hey, just letting you know that in about 15 minutes, we're running with a story. Donald Sterling, the Clippers uh, owner, you know, was caught on tape, um, you know, saying disrespectful and, and frankly racist things. Uh, about uh, African-Americans, Magic Johnson, including uh, it's, it's really explosive. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. So obviously uh, now this gets thrown into the lap of the world and the Clippers uh, among them. Um, and so it was a whirlwind. And the very next day, you know, it was just, uh, you know, I had written that if I'm the Clippers, I don't go play for that guy. Anymore. I don't care if it's the playoffs. I'm, I'm not playing one more second for this dude uh, and all his racist, um, you know, uh, feelings. Uh, well, just to, and they thought about that. They literally thought about that. Uh, but just to kind of tie it all together, um, they marched on and they moved on. I give Doc Rivers a lot of credit for the leadership that he showed. And guess what? They ended up winning yeah. that series. Yes, they did. They beat the Clippers, the, the, uh, the, the, the Warriors in a seven game series. And they lost the next game. I think they got blown out, if I remember correctly, in that game. Uh, but, uh, but, but, but they were able to rally it together. They were able to bond. They were able to um, maybe even, in a way, play with a little more of a chip on their shoulder. They were the last team to beat the beat the Warriors in a in a playoff series in the Western Conference for a while. I mean, the right the, the you know the Warriors yeah. from that point on that season on were were constants in the uh, NBA, NBA Finals. So um, I, mean, I guess I'm just saying that hey, you know, um, this could be something that the Raiders rally around at this point, and maybe something that that helps you know, bring them together. Certainly could be. And I think that's a great, a great comparison. You know, we talk about, you know, precedents, right. And unprecedented situations in the NFL, this certainly comes to mind. But like you said, Vinny, in the, in the, at the NBA, um, that, that's, that's probably the most similar, similar situation we have when it comes to sports and, and the situation of an organizational leader uh, being exposed for who he really is. And, and of course, Donald Sterling, I mean, I, I think his reputation was a little different than John Gruden's before, you know, before the actual reveal of, of the kind of the true character stuff. But, but the point stands. I mean, that was that was stuff that crossed the line, even for Donald Sterling standards, um, you know, agree just beyond belief. But, yeah, I think um, there's that's certainly a possibility that that happens to the Raiders. I, I, I certainly think that there is 
uh, a lot of leadership and veteran experience in the locker room, a lot of character uh, in the locker room this year more so than maybe in years past. You, you go out and take a look at the veterans that the Raiders added and you take a look at the veterans that they've, that they've developed um, on their roster. Uh, you guys like Darren Waller and Derek Carr. Um, who have been through, you know, been through ups and downs uh, throughout the course of their career. So it, it's it's an opportunity, right? Like, yeah, it's a devastating situation, but with every kind of devastating situation, you know, it creates an opportunity. And there's there's two ways this can go. This can obviously derail the season. Um, this season has like three and two. It's not, it's not the end-all be-all to be three and two and to have a couple bad games. Um, there's plenty of opportunities, you know, left. Uh, so it could either derail the season or it could be an opportunity to to rally around this and use it as a driving point to to go make a push. But um, we're not going to truly know in, until Sunday, right? Now, I mean, we're not going to really truly have a sense of what kind of effect this has until we see this team on the field again. And uh, it's it's going to be a, a heck of a week, just kind of parsing through everything and sifting through all this uh, before we get to, to, to Raiders Broncos on Sunday for sure. Kind of a short show today. Uh, apologize for that. It's going to be really interesting. Uh, Sam, to see what happens exactly on uh, Sunday when the Raiders take the field against the Denver Broncos. Really curious when we start talking to players beginning Wednesday, where they are mentally and uh, and where this is all headed. Um, it's tough times for the Raiders. I think they did the right thing, though. Um, I don't know if John necessarily resigned or if he was put in that position, but either way, he had to go. And that's the bottom line. Uh, and that's the first step toward healing and, uh, you know, trying to figure out um, if the Raiders can make anything of this season in light of something that uh, that just got dropped, uh, kind of like a hand grenade uh, on their laps. Uh, we'll be back with you guys next week, Sam. I appreciate it. Um, Larry Muir, our great producer, appreciate everything that you do. We'll be back at it uh, next week and have a lot to talk about after that Broncos uh, Raiders game. We'll check with you guys uh, next week. Locals know the SCN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the SCN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.